Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 54, recorded June 12, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, a new Lock Sportscast YouTube channel, Pack Lock testing a new bike lock, first pick of the La Perche rolls, first picks of the Ruko Triton 501, hotel room security, Lockwood history, lockpicking criminal, sales, and giveaways. You can find the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. You can find a video version on YouTube. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some apps limit the length of show notes and links, but you can always find full show notes with all of the links at thelocksportscast.com. A few quick announcements. I created a new channel for the Lock Sportscast called Lock Sportscast Clips. This is just going to be a separate channel that only contains short, single-story clips from the full episodes. It won't have all the content that is contained in the main episode. It'll only be stories that stand alone on their own as short little clips. And it also makes sharing those stories a little easier on social media because you can just I can just share the clip instead of sharing a link to the time in the episode, which can be done, but it's easy to share a little clip. And yeah, so a little feedback would be good. Anything you think should be changed, maybe you think other things should be included in clips, maybe you don't like the idea at all, just let me know. Uh, It seems to be working okay at the moment. I've done some clips from older episodes, and then I'm going to try it on this particular episode as I'm editing, breaking out some clips to load into that channel. So let me know what you think. First up in the news this week, Packlock was on Reddit looking for testers for a new bike lock, bike lock concept they had. Looks like they were trying to get people pretty quick by the end of the weekend, so by the time you hear this, it's probably too late to actually try and sign up. However, I thought the the fact that they were designing a new bike lock and gave a few loose details about what it was was interesting, so I thought I'd just read the post here real quick. They say, we've got a unique idea for a concept to secure bikes, and we're looking for some community feedback and three testers to send locks to. The idea is to have two padlocks and a three-foot length of chain, varying shackle chain thicknesses depending on security needed, and running the chain the length of the bike to secure the frame and both tires around a pole. Not only can the chain be wrapped around handlebars and locked in place for transport, But when not needed, the chain and locks can be used on gates or any other place where a bike lock normally wouldn't. More flexibility with two pack locks and a chain. So to cut to the chase, DM us a picture of your bike while holding a paper that has our username written on it so we can keep everything above board. We'd like to send out locks early next week. To get your feedback as well as some cool pics of the locks on your bike. So get your pictures taken and DM us ASAP. So it looks interesting. I'd like to see some of the pics of what some of the testers get so we can see what the design is. And we have what appears to be the first public pick of the Lepersh Rolls by a monitor darkly. 
And as he says, there have been several people that show attacking this lock with a specially made tool that appears to be kind of an impressioning attack. And and this is kind of the first single pin style pick of the LaPerche rolls. So check it out. It's his video entitled Public First LaPerche Rolls Picked. And I will have a link in the show notes as always. And we also have the first public picks of the Ruko Triton 501, that title shared by Yabend and Lockdoc that did simultaneous videos. And as the description says on Yabend's video, first public picks of the Ruko Triton 501 lock. We worked on these locks together with Lockdoc, resulting in these two videos my snowman core for the padlock and the oval format at Lockdoc. Detailed description of each lock can be found in these videos. And I love this cooperative approach. I'll have links to both those videos in the show notes, but I just love this cooperative approach and sharing the credit and releasing the videos at the same time. Wonderful, wonderful community spirit example right here. And as many of you may have seen, Deviant released a new video entitled Hotel Room Security, Putting Teeth into Your Do Not Disturb Sign. And as he says in the description of the video, many of you likely saw Naomi Wu's recent video about assorted hotel room security products for travelers. The results of her test showed that many of these products are not robust against attacks at entry into hotel rooms or bedrooms. Some of them are laughably bad, in fact. Naomi and I were talking online after that video, and I mentioned a couple of items that Tara and I really like using when we're on the road. I promised to do a quick video documenting these two tools, and here it is. These aren't sponsored links, but if you are interested in either of these tools for your own travels, here they are, and he provides links in the description of his videos. So I have links in the show notes to both Deviants and Naomi Wu's videos on the subject, so you can get a good idea what works and what doesn't. Between the two, I think they do a really good job of covering the spread of different types of products and what works and what doesn't. So definitely worth checking it out if you do any traveling. And now onto a couple YouTube videos, people sharing interesting things they've made. So we have Rook Knight, who showed off in his most recent video several pairs of pinning tweezers, including two that he made himself. So uh, inexpensive, simple to make and effective. That's some of the best stuff out there. Also shows what he uses for a cap on the tweezers to protect the tips. And on Twitter, Tsilovkovsky, and I'm sure I butchered that name, sorry about that, but put out a tweet that said, well, there was one make that I never showed off until now. This is my spherical cow device used for testing if locks are easier to pick in certain orientation. This explains my methodology going to be an interesting locksport journey, and provided a link to a YouTube video on his channel. And the description there reads, Welcome to Project Spherical Cow, which is designed to test in the coming weeks if a lock orientation really does matter. In this video, I am laying out the tools I'm going to use and the methodology I intend to follow. But briefly, I've created a device that will allow locks to be positioned at 45 degrees angles so that I can test if they pick differently. The series, he says, is shaping up as this, part one, introduction, which is the video I watched, part two, picking at zero, 
45 and 90 degrees, part 3 picking at 135 and 180 degrees, part 4 picking at 225, 270, and 315 degrees, and part 5 is the conclusions. So he says, hope you all sit back and enjoy this video series as much as I am going to enjoy making it. Basically, does the orientation of the lock make it easier or more difficult to pick? Is picking a Euro lock cylinder upside down matter? Does picking it right side up make a difference? Does picking it sideways make a difference? Interesting idea, and I haven't seen anybody fully test that. Be fun to watch. Also, the 3D printed holder that he made for doing these tests, he was going to make available. So check out the description of his videos for potential links to be able to print your own. And Pocket Woman did a teardown of the Lockwood 120N brass 50mm padlock. She says, this teardown taught me a lot. In the video, I do a comparison between the spools found in the 120N and the Lockwood thin lip spools from the 334 padlock series with the 530 cores and the 570 Lockwood ovals that we are all familiar with. And during the video, she shares measurements of both types of spools and also goes through some of the mistakes she made and the problems she had trying to disassemble the solid brass padlock. So an informative video, a chance to look inside of what is normally a sealed brass padlock, and you really can get a good idea what they're, they're using internally, which is not something you normally get to see on these locks. And Pocket Woman also wanted everyone to know that there are some changes coming to the Shout Out Monday series that her and Starlock do every week. And in her note, she said, just want to let your listeners know that from June, there will be no more monthly giveaways. The Shout Out Monday series has become so successful that it no longer requires a giveaway incentive for people to check out the channels being shouted out. The series gives a shout out to Locksport channels with less than 100 subscribers. And each Monday, there are two channels to check out, one from Pocket Woman, and one from Starlock. We would like to sincerely thank everyone for their support in this great series. To mark milestones within the series, like the recent 100th shout-out, we will continue to do special giveaways. A big thank to the Locksport community for helping these channels gain more of a profile within the Locksport community. So congratulations on the success of the series, Pocket Woman and Starlock, and thank you to everyone in the community for helping support this series and all the new channels that they highlight. And I was talking with Culper Woodhull this week on Discord, and he mentioned a little tidbit here that he thought might be interesting to share on the show. He has found a connection between the American Lockwood and Australian Lockwood that should bring the Lockwood argument to a close, he says. And he has plans to have a full write-up called A History of Lockwood from America to Australia finished sometime soon and available to the public. He says what he's found in a nutshell is that in 1931, independent lock company, Ilco, purchased Lockwood Manufacturing Company, giving them full rights to the Lockwood patents, designs, and logos, etc. In 1934, not long after the purchase of Lockwood, Ogden Industries made a deal with Ilco not as a subsidiary company, but as a franchise with an agreement to open their doors and with a license to sell hardware using Ilco patents, designs, trade, etc. Australian Lockwood derived from American Lockwood because Ilco and Ogden Industries struck a deal. He says in his write-up, the history will be more thorough and the write-up will cover from when Lockwood Manufacturing Company opened their doors 
follow their story, including the Ilco purchase, give some background on Ilco, and then move on to Ogden Industries in Australia, opening in 1934 after obtaining the rights to use Lockwood patents and logos, and the death of the owner, John Stanley Ogden, in 1943, just two months after he finally opened the factory. Their World War II production of detonators and other stuff for the military that would require explosive materials to be used in, and the fire that resulted. The story will end where each company is today. It should be interesting for any lock enthusiasts. And when I talked with him, he was making arrangements so that the paper could ultimately be published on Tool's Black Bag blog. So stay tuned for that upcoming story. And while we're on the subject of lock history, I Fisk put a post on Twitter, said really cool old Yale and town patent for pin in pin tumbler lock from 1909. The key slid through a slot in the outer pin to reach the inner pin. Two biddings on the key. Don't know if this was ever made or sold. Very cool design. It's got a, uh, so the key doesn't have like a lot of warding, but it has a thinner section at the top and a wider section at the bottom. The thinner section can either be on the left, center, or right. And then the pins have a, the key pins, the outer key pins have a slot cut in them that that part of the blade can go through to activate the inner pin while the outer part of the pin rides on the wider section with the bidding on the lower part. So you have two separate biddings, a full pin and pin in a standard oriented lock design uh, from 1909. So very cool. I'll have links in the show notes to both his tweet and the actual patent that he linked to. So check it out. And I have an update on the location of the Deadlocks Passaround box. It was sent from Rune Picker to Zimzima in France. I found that out from Zimzima, who sent me in a note letting me know that. I appreciate that. I was wondering where that thing was. I hadn't had time to, to fully keep track, but I had mentioned it a few times in its first few transitions, and I didn't know where it was. So thank you, Zimzima, for letting me know. And I'm sure I probably mispronounced your name like I do everybody's. Uh, don't take it personally. It's just me. Also, I wanted to mention a note sent in by Pictitmate. This is not directly Locksport related, but it is something everybody should be aware of. So he said, I was commenting on one of Roy Salmon's videos when I noticed Butcher's Block had commented, and I haven't seen him uploading in a long time. Clicked on his channel only to find that I wasn't subscribed, which was news to me as I was subbed to him since the very early days. I next checked Chris Capoon, who I've also been subbed to since the start of my picking career, and guess what? Same again. I'm a massive fan of Chris and his cat Suki, so watch him regularly. Long story short, I never unsubscribed from anybody, so I can confirm it appears to be a glitch somewhere, and I'm going to have to go and check a long list of pickers I should be subbed to already. So just a note, if you, you know, a reminder, YouTube does sometimes do weird stuff like this. I've seen this type of thing in the past. If you aren't seeing posts from people you normally would follow, just drop by their channel manually or check your subscription list, see if they're still in there. It's possible that YouTube just dropped it. Moving on to speedlocks.org picking speed records. We have some new records. First off, the Master M3 by Kraken in 0.534 seconds. The Packlock 90A Pro by Lemon in 3.833 seconds. 
The Ankylos 810-1 by Nagriff42 in 51.6 seconds. And then we have some first records. These are just the first established records on each of these locks. We have the Matra C30 by Mr. Blackmagic in 16.96 seconds. The Ankylos 8820-2 by Nagriff42 in 1 minute 27.142 seconds. Stabilt A20 by Pandafrog in 0.734 seconds. The Stabilt A30 by Pandafrog in 6.206 seconds. The Berg Wagner Alu Titan 770-20 by Pandafrog in 5.639 seconds. And the Berg Wagner C-Line 15mm by Pandafrog in 0.801 seconds. Moving on to the Lock Pickers United belt system, we have a new brown belt for Panda Frog. Congratulations, Panda Frog. And some of you may have listened to last week's episode and heard that I gave credit to Yom1973 for earning first the purple belt and then their brown belt. Well, immediately after that episode posted, I received a note saying that Yom1973 had just made red belt. So basically, in the span of one week, purple, brown, and then red. Congratulations. Very well done. And we have a new Black Belt announcement on the Lockpickers Night Discord. This one reads, please join me in welcoming Aiden Herja to the rank of Black Belt. Sorry about butchering your name. He has shown himself to be the Distetainer Lock Master, having picked many DD locks with his custom-made picks. For Black, he picked the following DD locks. Abloy Classic, Abloy High Profile, Dom Diamant, Abloy Cento, Abloy Protect 2, and he led a presentation on and had the first ever pick of the Abloy Easy on video. Show him some lovin'. So congratulations. Very impressive. I, I have checked out his channel. It, it, amazing stuff. Custom made picks and just absolutely slaying the distetainer locks like uh, when I announced his Abloy Easy pick on the previous episode. So very well done. If you are not familiar with the Lock Pickers United belt system, you can head over to the Reddit, the r slash lockpicking subreddit, Check out the belt ranking information page they have there. Blockbrickers United Discord channel has a video about the belt ranking system. Also, John Locke put out a video all about the lock picking or the lock be- lock picking belt ranking system. And I did an episode of the Lock Sportscast number two on breaking rules and getting the belt, which is about the belt ranking system. So check those out if you're not already familiar. Now it's time to say. Thank you to the people that made this episode possible. We'll start with the uh, Patreon subscribers. We have the founding executive producers, Bill N., Medler, Bandfrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starlock, Williams Brain, Dave 2 B Deciphered, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, PH Becker, Three Raccoons in a Raincoat, and Terrell, and the producers, Mog and John Locke. The chief content producer for this episode is Joshua Gonzalez. He sent in the most news used in this particular episode. Other content producers for this episode are Trell, Culper, Jeff and Things, John Locke, Kraken, Lockmaker, Tattooer, Michael Gilchrist, Panda Frog, Picked Mate, Pocket Woman, Pyro Lock, Rune, Tony Verley, and Zimzima. Thank you for all of your support. I really appreciate it. Remember, this show is only possible because of the support and information sent in by the community. 
So if you're getting value out of this podcast, please help return part of that value by helping me produce it. Either the most important thing you can do is send in information. Number one most important thing you can do, send in information that I can use. Anything you have Lost Sport related, uh, news, links, events, giveaway information, anything at all, you can send it to me either on a DM, just tag me on a social media post, or uh, email it to podcast at locksportscast.com. Everybody has their own unique little groups, their own corners of the lockpicking world, maybe stuff that's going on in your particular country. Anything you have that's unique is especially valuable for the rest of the community who may not be privy to that information. Uh, Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends, either online or in person. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. If they happen to allow reviews, you can leave a comment or a thumbs up on YouTube. That always helps the algorithm. If you want to help financially, you can subscribe on Patreon or donate via PayPal. If you subscribe on Patreon, you do get a private RSS feed for the audio version that will get the episode a little bit earlier as soon as I've finished editing it and uploading it. You don't have to wait for the normal release time. That's about a day on regular episodes and about a week early on interview episodes. If you support the show with a donation or information I can use, I will give you a credit in the show and on the show notes. Moving on to product news this week, it would appear that Rubber Band of Hooligan Keys, Foxhole Security, his custom-made impressioning handles are now available on Dig's Digby Lock and Tool website. He has moved the stock from the hooligankeys.com website to Dig's uh, website, so you'll see unavailable or out of stock on the Hooligan Keys site. But you can go over to digbylockandtool.com if you are still interested in buying those. They are still some available over there. And while we're on the subject of rubber band and hooligan keys, he sent out a tweet that said, Hey, Twitter friends, I've expanded into some swag for hooligan keys that I think you'll like. Locksport crafted coasters and pinning trays. There are limited quantities of these, and they're made from quality woods and acrylic. So you can find those at hooligankeys.com if you're interested. And moving on to resources, I noticed a tweet by Circle City Con, or Happy Little Con, said, Say, do you know our Tool Village has a Twitch stream? Yeah, we learn new stuff all the time, too. And I didn't realize that, or if I did, I forgot that Tool has a Twitch channel that they do stream some of their content to when they do these lockpicking villages online. So I have. I will include a link in the show notes to their Twitch channel. I've also added it to the resources page on thelocksportscast.com. And just for a reminder, locksportscast.com slash resources, you can find all kinds of stuff from uh, Discord communities, forums, informational websites, all kinds of stuff that, that I've found useful. I have included links to over there on the resources page of thelocksportscast.com. Moving on to locksmith stories. This really isn't a locksmith story itself, but it might be a call that somebody could get called out on. This article was called Guy Locks Himself Out of a Stuck BMW on Beach While Car in Reverse. Says, here is a person having a no good, very bad day. This BMW 3 Series driver got his car stuck in the sand at the seaside. To make matters far worse, he sums up. He somehow locked himself out of the vehicle. Worst of all, the BMW was in reverse, leaving the wheels spinning in the sand. 
We're hoping that the dryly sarcastic guy filming the scene helped the BM driver out after taking this video. However, beyond offering the use of a phone to call a locksmith or offer help, there probably wasn't much aid to provide. So it looks like I see a front and a rear wheel spinning on the video version of this. So I'm wondering if this wasn't a all-wheel drive BMW or something like that. So maybe parked a little too far out on the sand, having a little confidence that the BMW would be able to get out. But when he went to back back out, no such luck. So uh, <laughs> could be an interesting call for Locksmith that had to go out on it. And in lockpicking criminal news this week, we have a story from Wayne, New Jersey. Wayne man charged with possession of drugs, hypodermic needle, and burglary tools. They say, according to Wayne police on Wednesday, June 2nd, at approximately 7.47 a.m., Wayne police officers were dispatched to the Brittany Chase condo complex for a reported suspicious vehicle. They say the caller reported a vehicle that appeared to have been in a crash and was parked next to a dumpster with a male sleeping inside. When the officers arrived, they found the vehicle to have body damage, broken windshield, and a flat tire, and a male sleeping inside. They managed to rouse him to check his condition. They say they observed prescription pill bottle in the vehicle, suspected drug baggies laying on the ground outside the vehicle. Upon waking the driver, he claimed that damage to the vehicle was old and the tire was not flat when he parked there the night before. Officers observed suspected drug packaging in the vehicle consistent with those outside of the vehicle. A search of the vehicle yielded baggies containing white powdery substance, anabolic steroids, a syringe, prescription pills that did not match the prescription on the bottle, a lockpicking gun, and a lockpick set. The driver was placed under arrest at the Wayne Police Headquarters, and then while he was there, he requested to use the restroom. While doing so, a glass pipe with suspected crack cocaine residue fell from his pants. Police say he attempted to destroy it by throwing it in the toilet, but an officer retrieved it before it could be flushed, and he has been charged with possession of burglary tools, possession of prescription legend drugs, two counts, possession of controlled dangerous substance, two counts, possession of a hypodermic syringe, and use of controlled dangerous substance. Moving on to sales, we have the 3dlocksport.com coupon code LSCAST10, that's lscast one zero for 10% off at 3dlocksport.com. That is uh, one exclusively provided by Tony Rivarelli for the listeners of the Locksportcast. So thank you, Tony. Really appreciate it. Also, there was a report that there was a 15% off coupon code for subscribers of their newsletter. I won't provide that coupon code here if you want it. You'll have to do what it was meant to do, which is subscribe to the newsletter. We also have the usual 15% off with the code BUYMAKO at makolocks.com and 10% off with the code GIFT at uklockpickers.co.uk. Moving on to giveaways, Mate has reached 100 subscribers on YouTube. So congratulations to Mate, And he is holding the 100 subscriber giveaway, choice of two prizes. One is a Law Lock Tools voucher. The other is a custom animated intro designed by Picked It Mate to your specifications. I think he said like a 10 second intro video. So interesting one. I've never seen somebody offer that as a prize. And I think it's a very good one since we have a lot of people on here who have YouTube channels. Rules, you have to be a subscriber and you have to use or you have to comment on his video. 
with the hashtag here before 100 and looks like he's going to do the draw on the 25th of june in a live stream and john Locke has also reached 100 subscribers and is doing his giveaway he has multiple prize packages there's too much to list you'll have to go over there and watch the video to figure out what's in there the rules on his giveaway are you have to be a subscriber you have to make a video picking any lock in the video while you're picking. Tell us something interesting, a good story, a life hack you know about, a TV show you recommend, or anything you think is cool that isn't related to lock picking. Use the hashtag JohnLock100 in your video title. Submit your video by July 11th. I'll do the drawing sometime during the week of July 12th. And it says we'll pay for shipping if you are in the EU or the U.S. If you're in the U.S., you'll have to wait until mid-August for the shipping, as that's when he's traveling to the U.S. If you are not in the EU or U.S., he'll ask that you be able to pay for the shipping. And Kraken is doing a giveaway. The hashtag KrakenJune21 giveaway says give the story of your username, or if your username is your name, like Chris Capoon, just pick a lock and use the hashtag KrakenJune21 runs till the end of the month. He says, pretty much giving away a lock a month until I run out sometime next year with a high chance of me ordering more. So keep an eye on Kraken's channel for chances to win one of his beautiful locks. They really are good looking. And Lockmaker Tattooer is doing his giveaway still. It's a giveaway where he gives away something he made during the month. So this month is a dimple flag with a zebra wood handle that he turned. and to get into the giveaway, all you have to do is pick a lock and use the hashtag LMTJune21MakerGiveaway. You can either post a picture on Reddit or make a YouTube video. Check out his video, hashtag LMTJune21MakerGiveaway for full details. Link will be in the show notes. Rune does a giveaway on Saturdays where he gives away the challenge lock that he picked the previous Saturday. So if you're into challenge locks, you can go over to Rune's channel and check that out. PandaFrog does his monthly giveaway. This one is the hashtag PandaFrog 21 June giveaway. One coin and a random lock in the draw. This week, or this month's uh, challenge is to pick a lock with the keyway facing away from you. So full details on his channel. Link in the show notes. CLK Supplies does their hashtag LockBoss giveaway, where they give away good prizes every week. So if you're into the giveaway scene, go check that out. It's really easy to enter, and they have great prizes. And yes, I am still doing my giveaway for the Lock Sportscast. I know I'm behind. I'm going to try to get my live streams out this weekend, so hopefully they should already be out for the last two months by the time this episode posts. Um, Hopefully tonight after I record this, we'll see. In that giveaway, you can win one of my custom Packlock 100As that's engraved with my logo or a $20 gift code to hooligankeys.com. You can find full rules at giveaway.thelocksportscast.com. But basically, it's really simple. If you share the podcast on social media and you tag me in the post or send me some sort of screenshot so that I know you shared it, I will get you an entry for that. Or any piece of information that you share that I use in a podcast episode gets you an entry. You get one entry for every piece of information you share, and you get one entry for every episode that piece of information is used in. So if you're sharing me a giveaway, then 
as long as that giveaway is running, you will continue to get entries until I stop announcing it because it's too late. So that's a good way to get in on it. Remember that send me any information you have that's Locksport related. This podcast relies on you, the members of the community, to send in your information and uh, help me out. It takes a lot to keep this podcast going, and I need every bit of help I can get. I really appreciate all of you who continue to send me information to continue to share the podcast, and those of you who have joined Patreon and donated via PayPal. Thank you, and keep it legal. Legal.